Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, there's not that much news, but we're going to focus on the big one, which is Nintendo Switch. We've got the price, we've got the availability, and we got the games, and we're going to explain, we think, what a Joy-Con is. We're going to cover all that, plus some leftover tech news, all that and more happening right now for you on this Don't Panic. This is Don't Panic, episode number 154, recorded January 16th, 2017, Nintendo's Switch Hitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to... Thank you for laughing, Colby. Uh, thanks, everybody. <laughs> welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast the internet forgot to cancel. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by uh, one guy who's from a city on a hill and the other from a city that's slowly sinking into the ocean, Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. Yeah. What's up, is guys? Boston a city on a hill? It is. That's one of their their many famous nicknames. The the, the city on the hill. Hmm. And we're not sinking into the ocean. The ocean is rising up it, to meet us. It's all a matter of perspective, Dan. <laughs> that that was that was that was the best <laughs> joke I could come up with, and it I, may not be a hundred percent you know scientifically accurate. That wasn't that wasn't a joke. That was that was just a, a fact. sad sad. It, sad, it sad. is always just a matter of perspective. That's right. Oh, that's funny. I'm noticing we have a Forbes article in the rundown today, and I, I would love to read it, but I can't because I have an ad blocker installed. But they yeah. ask so nicely for you to turn it off, Colby. They, they're they really polite about it. They're uh, like, can you can you just wait, please? Is that the one where they give you the quote of the day or whatever? Yes, and you have to wait the three seconds to get through. It, it won't even let me through, though. No, you got you to disable it. I turned it off, though. But if you, what you can do is if you disable your ad blocker, they give you their 30-day ad light experience, you know, with half half the calories of regular ads or whatever. Mm. Um, I guess that's supposed to be a good thing. Gotcha. What do I know? Um, <laughs> well, I do, I do want to start right off the top, guys. We got something very exciting going on this week, and then we'll get into some banter and catch up on what's going on we, we got something exciting this week we're innovating on this program we've got, we're on episode 154 and we're still innovating you ready okay we yeah. have a phone number mm. we have a telephone i heard something number. about this yes it is it is an actual telephone number you ready for this 508-644-TECH T-E-C-H. That's 508-644-TECH. Or uh, if you, you're not good with the letters to numbers, it's uh, 8324. It's a phone number. And what's really amazing about that phone number, guys, get ready for this. While we're doing the show live, if people call it, they get routed into the Skype call. They join us on the air live. We, we've got we've got no filter. I can't hear you, Colby. I said, I said, oh, my God. I know. Isn't that crazy? And so if you're watching us live at Facebook.com slash Don't Panic Show, Monday nights, roughly 10 p.m. Eastern, um, you can call us, 508-644-TECH is the phone number. And the other best part, guys, is when we're not live, it's still a real phone number. You can still call it. It takes you to our voicemail, and you can leave us a voicemail. And if you say something cool, we might play it on the show the following week. So it's a win-win for everybody. Nice. How does this work? Like actually, I'm curious. It's 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 neat. You just go to the Skype web page. You can pick out any number you want. I had to search for a while to get one that was both catchy and had the word. I wanted like a re- I wanted like a real complicated number. They're hard to get with the words in it. Um, and then you give Skype a little bit of money, and then Skype handles all of it. And so uh, it automatically routes into Skype, and you get a voicemail. Um, and it's all it's all technology. Wow! Can we put our phone number on our Facebook page now? Yeah. 
that's a great idea. We're definitely going to do that. We're going to blow this thing up. I want it. I want it to be a, a fun part of the show that uh, that people can call in and give us their feedback. And if they're annoying, we can hang up on them. It's mm. going to be very. Anything can happen. We should have a big red panic button that just ejects us that, from hey, phone calls. All right. I think that's that. We got hooked that up to like a Raspberry Pi or something. When you slam it, it just egregiously <laughs> hangs up on them. Um, I don't really have the skill to do such a thing. Um. So uh, we've we we've lost Dan for a moment, but that's okay, because um, he is going to call back here in a second. In the meantime, um, Colby, what uh, what's going on, man? What's what's the what's the scoop? What's the four one one in Colby land? Uh, I feel like so I I had today off because it was Martin Luther King Day. You did. Um, I did. One of one of the like we don't get that many of the one. You know the the extra the three day weekend holidays off, but Martin Luther King Day we get off for whatever reason. Um, but I I don't know. This weekend felt super long, like in a good in a good way. I feel like I did a ton of stuff. Fun know. fact: If you call the number, if you call your Skype number, you get sent to the Don't Panic voicemail box. Yeah, that's what just happened to me. Yeah, is that neat? Oh wait, no! You it just works. called the phone number. Well, I called. No, I called your the 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 Skype at username that we used to do the show. Ah, yes. And it brought me to the official "Don't Panic" voicemail box. There you go. Yes, if I because I declined you. That's right. We have a voicemail box now. That's right. And by the way, people, if you if you know we have the phone number, you can also call us on Skype. I don't mind giving out the Skype Skype name. It's Coffee and Beer TV on Skype as well. Um, it rings the same way anyway, so it's no difference mm. to me. But. Um, Colby and I were just talking about how he got the day. Did you get today off, Dan? Martin Luther King Day. I did. You did. I okay. Sure did. You know, you tech guys, you just you hang around. You don't. You lounge around. You don't go to work. You just take it easy. You know, some of us work for a living. You know, I think it's yeah. not. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. You're not wrong about that. And, and you know, <laughs> my my company, we we have sites all across the U.S. Right. Um, mine was the only one that was open today. It was very odd. Everyone else got the holiday. Houston. Huh. Interesting. You know, it's fine. I lived. Although I did this morning, I uh, what was it on Friday when I left work? I I have a a badge for our parking garage, and our building. Mm-hmm. Then I have a separate one to get into the my company's part of the building. And my parking garage badge. When I was getting into my car on Friday, for some reason, my stupid brain, I put it on top of my car as I was getting in, and then forgot, and then drove off, and so I couldn't get into the parking garage this morning. It's not really a good story. I don't know why I told it to you. The conclusion's not even that good. I just got another one. Um, but that's how lame my life is. So, does, Sounds like quite a day. Does anyone want to bail me out with a better story than that? Uh, today, uh, Jill and I tried to find a coffee shop to work to like do some work in, and we failed. Like <laughs> They were all packed AF. Mm-hmm. Um. The thing we forgot about is that all the college kids just came back. And in our part of Boston, that increases the, the population, specifically the population who is apt to be working at a coffee shop on a Monday afternoon drastically. Uh, we ended up at Panera, which is kind of like a coffee shop, but yeah, I feel not like exactly coffee. I feel like that's the working space for the older set. Not like older, but like you know the 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 you know you mature from the like local coffee shop to like Panera, 
Whoa, 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 whoa. That's I'm telling you, I'm I know sure. a lot of people no. in their like forties who do work, not that Colby's in his forties, but like older folks who do who used to work at coffee shops and now they work at Panera because they say it's quieter and it's uh it's a little more, you know, their speed. I think I mean I I think it's definitely true that Panera has mellowed out in the last few years. Like it is it is not mellowed as out. It's well, it's like not as I mean, it's it's kind of old news, right? So it's not like the place to be anymore. I, I feel like when I don't know when we were in like high school and early college, Panera was still like novel. The hot it's spot. not novel. Anymore. No, I mean, I'm not saying it's not good. It's just n- no longer novel. But I think that that was like when Chipotle used to be the place to be. And I don't it's not really the place to be anymore. What is, what is the, the cool new place to be? That I'm missing out. You guys live in the city where I guess I live in a city, but you live in like the good ones. So what a cool place to be. Yeah, that's like where Panera used to be cool and Chipotle used to be cool. Like what's the next fast casual dining experience? Fast casual. (laughs) What? There's this thing called Eataly that they just opened in Boston. It's like I don't know how to describe it. It's like a giant cafeteria, but all the food is like Italian themes. I think there's one in New York too. Yeah. Uh, but Jill and I just we were at the place where it is, so we we're like, huh, maybe we'll walk through. It was, it was really, it was garbage. It was terrible. I mean, and it, I don't know how the food is. It was just really crowded. I and I don't think that there are national trends going on here, uh, but. I think that the bar, working from a bar, is something I've seen people do more and more. Mm. Well, but uh, first of all, time out. You mean during the day, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess that's a really good idea, because what do bars have during the day? Nothing. Bars. So it's, it's pretty quiet. You know, it's like when Taco Bell has breakfast. It's like you're just expanding your working hours. <laughs> <laughs> Except this one's a good idea. Um, now, Colby, what you need to do for your coffee shop problem is go to coffee shops in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. get to them by 9. And the, right. the, the college students won't be there at that point. And then, you'll, then you'll be crowding them out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, cer- you're certainly right. Uh, I think today was especially bad because it was, it was a holiday, too. And, like, everyone just came back, you know. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And I um, and you live in the most in, in like the most insane concentration of colleges on the face of the planet. Yeah, we also you know I think what I need to do is find like a not not hip coffee shop to go to, just like a regular like local coffee shop. Dunkin' Donuts. And I think I'll have more luck. Yeah, <laughs> I could go to Dunkin' Donuts. Do I they do have Wi-Fi Dunkin at Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts? You know they probably do. It's not as comfortable. Well, the Dunkin' Donuts around me are very small. Like, not not like the luxurious Dunkin' Donuts that they had in, like, Poughkeepsie and stuff. Yeah, those were uh, nice. Yeah, that was, that was like a destination. <laughs> um. <laughs> a destination Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Triple D. That's why they call it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Damn. Got, got to the joke before I did. Oh, this is the most exciting thing that happened to me this weekend. Uh, was I made a really good joke on Twitter that uh, only some people understood. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I saw that. Oh, no, you did. Cause I also put it on Facebook. So but I thought I felt like this one was good enough. Yeah, yeah the Westeros uh, but joke. Sean, I didn't get yeah, it. Sean would, yeah, I didn't get it. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I, I did see that. 
Oh, but here, Colby, since you didn't look at it on Twitter, someone responded with another pun. And they so he okay, for the folks listening at home, here's the first one. Uh, where do you get your tickets to the, the Westeros jousting tournament? Ticket Maester. <laughs> but if they don't have them there, where would you go get tickets for the jousting tournament? I don't know. Stab Hub. <laughs> I like it. I'm sure it's funny. I'm sure it's very funny. <laughs> I'm going to just trust that that's hilarious. Because of the Seat Geek pun. I did look today for uh, speaking of tickets. I looked uh, for tickets to the Super Bowl. If you guys are interested, it's taking place in Houston this year. Oh yeah, okay. it could be relevant. Oh my God, I didn't even consider that. Yeah, pay- Patri- I got my, I got my Patriots getting big on Tom Brady. Yeah, what a great year for you to move to Houston. I know. Well, maybe until the Texans <laughs> lost, but um, yeah, it's gonna be. They got they got a whole Super Bowl thing going on, and and look, guys, if you've got a spare five or six grand lying around. <laughs> there, there's there's no there's no time like the presence you know you, you get to go come on down to houston it's you a can... good investment really like those tickets for this year's super bowl are only going to go up in price every year so although actually i read interestingly enough we're getting into sports here but um after the dallas cowboys lost this past weekend and then after the houston texans lost because they're the home team um ticket prices actually fell by 20 percent on resale markets because both those teams are so popular Wow! So now it's time to get them, guys. They're on discount. I'm just... I wouldn't have thought that the the big market for the Super Bowl was locals. Um, it well, but I don't know anything. Houston, about sports, Houston so. is a relatively wealthy city. Um, I think when you rank them, it's up there. So I think it it has a built-in base of people who would actually buy Super Bowl tickets. Um, and the fact that a fun fact, a team hosting a Super Bowl has never played in that Super Bowl. It just so happened to work out that way. Um, and wow. so to have the opportunity to see the Texans play in the Super Bowl in Houston, I think, led people to, to sort of pre-buy some tickets. I hope they can return them. Now, the Super Bowl is always hosted in like sort of a weather-neutral city, right? Is His, that a thing? or Up till about 10 or 15 years ago, that was true. And then they started trying a little bit more. The other thing, too, is now more north if you're building a new stadium up north, most of the time it's covered. Um, Minnesota, mm. for example, has a new stadium they're hosting gotcha. next year covered. Um, I think the New York Super Bowl a couple years ago um, was the um, the most kind of northern open one they've ever done. Like, gotcha. I don't think they'll ever do one in Foxborough. I'd be very surprised um, just because of the, the weather unpredictability. I think it'd be way more hardcore if they did, but that's well, just doing, me. They they were hesitant to do it in Minnesota, and they've got a completely covered dome. But even just like the the events around the Super Bowl and the transportation and all that, um, it was a <clears throat> was of concern. But uh, but they're doing it anyway, so that'll be exciting. I, I had the privilege of seeing Peyton Manning play the Patriots in the snow one time, and it was it was really awesome. I'm sure it was pretty magical. <laughs> Those two guys. <laughs> it was cold, but it was worthwhile. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what happens this weekend as they take on the Steelers in Foxborough. But um, this is not a sports program, so uh, unless there are any objections, I think we should move on and talk about some uh, some tech news. Not that there's a lot. They kind of burned us out on CES last week. Before we get to the news, I want to remind if anyone's 
watching live, no one's called us yet. 508-644-TECH. That's 508-644-8324. I'm going to be very disappointed if no one ever calls that. So um, join us live. Um, be part of the conversation on the show. Um, guys, I- I'm going to pick the first story because I think it's really kind of the biggest one worth discussing. We were pretty excited when the first announcement was made. Now we have details on the Nintendo Switch. Their new... Uh, I, I, do you call it a console? I don't, a hybrid device? I don't quite know what you call it. I'm going to call it a console. Um, and the good news is, guys, you can get it internationally on March 3rd um, for the price I will hold until the end for dramatic effect. Um, what you will need to know is that um, we, t- we talked about it before, right, where it's the screen that docks to connect to your big screen TV, and then you take the screen off, and you can go places with it, and then it has what are known as the Joy-Con controllers, that they're the two of them that slide into the side of the tablet or slide into a controller, and you can, or you can just use them individually. Um, some new things we learned. The screen is a 6.2-inch um, 1280 by 720 display with up to 1080p output to your TV, so it will be full HD. Um, it'll recharge through USB-C. It has 32 gigabytes of internal storage, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it will be expandable with microSD cards. The game will also come on um, game cards as well, so that's how you'll actually get them into the device. Um, we got more details on that modular Joy-Con controller. It's got a bunch of buttons. I, I think we kind of already knew that. Um, it also has haptic feedback inside and full motion capability. Some early reviewers say um, it's even better than the Wii, so it's a little more accurate than that. So you'll be able to do it for motion gaming, and we'll talk about the motion games they announced in a minute. Um, you'll also be able to use it um, in several different ways, so as I talk about individually or, or as part of the set. Um they're also announced that they are going to have an online service similar to Xbox Live um, and PlayStation live right that's theirs um that's going to launch in fall 2017 it will have a monthly fee uh, but users will be able to connect with one another use that for social features play online and they will also get some uh, free games with that again very similar to your your xbox lives or your playstation lives um again we have games with it the biggest one the new legend of zelda game the flagship launch title um we also got some uh, One Two Switch, which is a party game collection, and in, in the vein of Mario Party, uh, and Arms, which is a motion-controlled boxing game. A few other ones were also announced. Um, Splatoon Two, which I don't okay, I don't know what that is. Um, Dragon Quest, Project Octopath Traveler. Again, apparently these are games. Um, the biggest games that were announced: uh, Skyrim, FIFA is finally coming. Um, NBA 2K18, Minecraft, Mario Kart 8 um, are all coming far later this year. They will not launch with the device. Lastly, how much will it cost you? Two ninety nine ninety nine three hundred bucks. Um, additional controllers um, will come in all various pricing. An individual Joy-Con, for example, will be forty nine ninety nine. Um, yeah, that's that's basically it. Look for it March third. I don't know, guys. What do we? And any first impressions here? Well, it's not as expensive as I feared it would be. Uh, the controllers are kind of expensive, though. Uh, yeah. So Splatoon. Just to answer your question, this is actually kind of a cool game. Okay. It's a it's a first person shooter, but instead of killing people, you have like a paintball gun, and instead of shooting at people, the goal is to paint as much of the stage with your color as you can so it's like a territory expanding game Sounds i fun. haven't actually played it but it looks kind of cool 
I don't know what any of those other ones were. Are we going to talk about the motion games later, you said? No, we, well, we can talk, talk about them now. I didn't get into too much detail, like I said. Well, the only other one that I saw that was interesting was the... It was like boxing, but your arms are infinitely long or, or, or stretchy <laughs> or something. Uh, and it, that used the motion controls. That looked pretty cool. Uh, I, of course, was just upset that there was no new Super Smash Brothers game announced. Uh, yep. So, mm. but I, I did forget I won't to mention. Be getting one day one. There is a new Super Mario game, Super Mario Odyssey, an open world sandbox game, um, in the vein of Super Mario sixty four. Um, so big open world game that will not come until holiday next year. And a new uh, Zelda game, which is also open world. Yes, Legends of Zelda: Breath of the Wild will be available on day one with launch. That's sort of their big launch game uh, that people are pretty excited about. Cool. Yeah, uh, I, I don't... I uh, I really want to like it, guys. I really do. <laughs> like, I'm not... Like, honestly, I really... I'm, like, I'm, I'm like trying so hard to be like, this is cool. None of these games, like, are making me die to go get... It. It's the same reason I don't have an Xbox... Or, yeah, but the, well, I'm not a good, was... I'm not the good guy for this though. But but what I'm just saying is I don't know if you can just launch with Zelda and say you've created a successful new platform. Right. But I would say that that's true of all the consoles. If well, you look at their launch titles, I think the GameCube was really good, but every other one that I've experienced in my lifetime has been like super lame. PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, the the consummate Xboxes yeah, with those. At least when those launch, you usually get a new version of Call of Duty and a new version of Halo. And uh, yeah, it's not the most exciting original stuff, yeah, but, that, but at least it's stuff Mar you know. This is Nintendo's equivalent. A new version of Mario, a new version of Zelda. But all you're getting on day one is Zelda. You're getting the 1-2 the Switch party game. You're getting ARMS, uh, where you can punch people, as you described. And then a few <laughs> other games that I, I wouldn't exactly call blockbusters. I mean, all of the, like I said, FIFA, Skyrim, Minecraft, Mario Kart are all coming much later next year. This year. Much later this year. How much later are those? Um, they all have different dates. Most of them are September or later. Sort of that fall period mm. where they release a lot of games. Yeah. I mean, the PS4, like, what launched with that? It was, well, see, like, that's... Assassin's Creed and... That's it. I don't. I don't know. I'm sure that's not true, but no. Let's see. There, turns turns out you can just Google, yeah. and uh, the internet will tell you. That's um, the great thing about the internet. So here are the games that released when PlayStation Four on day one: Assassin's Creed Four, Battlefield Four, Call of Duty, Ghosts, FIFA, uh, Injustice, Gods Among Us, Just Dance, Killzone, Madden, NBA, Need for Speed Rivals. Mm. And I'm just reading the ones I've heard of. All right. That's a few, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it, it's not the end of the world. But again, you know, if if you had a PS3, you were probably going to buy a PS4, right? So it didn't necessarily matter that I just like... Nintendo has to... Who are they bringing over from the Wii U who they're going to say, well, it's okay because I have my Wii U and I'm still playing my old Mario Kart. Like, I just, I feel like you, you need something more than what they've given to pull in new people, whereas PlayStation didn't have to work as hard to convince people to buy it. Hmm. Do you think they're sh shooting for, like, obviously they just missed, ho like, holiday shopping, right? Do you think their, their goal, their thinking is like, 
okay, we'll launch this now. Like some people buy it. There aren't very many games, but like by Christmas next year, there will be a lot of games. Oh, well, I don't know if there'll be a lot. There'll be more games by Christmas next year. Oh, I think there'll be a giant push around the holidays, and it wouldn't surprise me to see, and I'll give you an and or here, um, uh, them bundling one of those new big games like a Mario Kart in a new pack or even dropping the price by 50 mm. bucks for the holidays. I mean, if it doesn't sell well through the summer, I could see them going to 249 for the holidays, bundling in. By then, Zelda will be old enough. They'll bundle that in. Um, right. That would surprise me. But once you get the Mario Karts and, and Mario Party and that, Smash... That's what I'm saying. Uh, but for but for the price, I, I think this is back in Wii territory where it's novel enough to be interesting, and as long as the games are pretty good, the price is low enough that I think they, they could sell a lot of them. Yeah, but it's the exact same price as an Xbox One. Why wouldn't I it just is? get... Yeah, an Xbox One these days is, is $299. Oh, so why wouldn't really I just get an Xbox One? the the PS The PS4 Slim Uncharted bundle is two sixty six on Amazon. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that, that's that's why. I, again, to me, the biggest single. I love the hardware, and I still love the hardware. And if I could like, if they said, "Oh, good news! It also has the Android App Store, so you can get a bunch of games," or they said, "Oh, it'll work with old games, or we'll sell." You know, I don't know. If they came up with a way to make the game situation... I love the hardware. I think the Joy-Cons are cool. I like the flexibility of it. I think it's it's a cool idea. Everyone I've read, all the reviews I've read, say the hardware works pretty well. Um, although the battery life isn't spectacular, you're only going to get, like, at most six hours. In some cases, as low as three, two to three hours, depending on what game you're playing. Um, but people seem really happy with that. So I'm all on board with the hardware. But once again, it's always with Nintendo. It's like... I, I don't know if just developers don't like them or they don't make any money on them. It, it was a big deal that they got FIFA. They, they they haven't had FIFA for four years. They put out a game every year. So hmm. I, I don't, I, I just, I wasn't, I'm, I liked what they announced. I just wasn't blown away. And I don't know how many minds it's going to change to people who said, well, I'm kind of over Nintendo hardware. I'll, I'll enjoy my DS. I'll enjoy my Super Mario run and my Pokemon Go. But that is it. I, I, I have no interest in my home console anymore. I don't know. Do Fair either of you guys want to try to convince me otherwise? No. Are we just? I don't. I don't. <laughs> we, we just quit on this. You. I mean, it seems it seems cool, but it's it doesn't seem. I don't know. Like you said, it's not doesn't seem competitive on any other front. Uh. So like what. I don't know. I don't know if the the uniqueness factor is is enough to to. I don't know. It change a lot of minds, maybe. I I think I think there are two main groups of people who are going to buy this, right? People who are, are hardcore Nintendo fans who are could Nintendo could slap their name on a blender and people would buy it, and um, people who already who just buy every console because they can and because they love video games. A, a Brian McMillan, if you will. Um, somebody who just loves video games to the point where they're going to buy it because they're going to buy it. Um, and so I think, um, I, again, I, I specifically remember us saying when they announced the, the hardware without the details, we said this is a great opportunity for Nintendo to branch out and be something different than the hardcore PS4 and Xbox Ones of the world. This is for the casual gamer. This is for the person who just wants to pick it up and go. They don't need the fanciest features. They don't need the, the highest graphics. They just want a, a quick device that plays games well, has good games. They can take it on the go, use it at home. They're all in one device. I don't know what happened to that. 
uh, you don't. What would they have had to do to make it that? With just like more better games. I would have liked to have seen a some it, not necessarily an exclusive, but at least a first run non Nintendo owned property as a blockbuster launch title. I don't even care if it's like I said. I don't care if it's a new Assassin's Creed or a new Call of Duty. At least that would have lent some credibility to them. But but again, every time they launch one of these, it's a new Zelda, a new Mario, as you mentioned, a new Smash Brothers, a new Mario Kart, a new. You know, it's like we get it. People like your games, but you've given me no indication that if I want to play anything non Nintendo on this that matters, I'm not going to be able to. You know, what Madden, one of the most successful video games of all time. You know, I I don't know. I just think that they've they've got to prove it's more than just a device you need to play Nintendo games. But I wasn't going to buy one anyway. So, <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. So, you know. Don't listen to me, people. Don't you know? You can call in and yeah, tell me we, how we're. When are we going to bring back our video game editions of game nights? Oh God, yeah that that didn't last long, did it? I can't imagine why. Probably because in Minecraft I was just running around, getting lost and falling off things. Did I we actually that... do an episode of that. We streamed <laughs> it once. We live streamed it, oh. um, but we we never actually recorded it. Um, wow. But I would definitely be in favor. I I. Uh, I would do it. I just don't think I'd be very good at it. <laughs> but yeah, I think huh. that'd be fun. Yeah, we. I, I still think that the, uh, the, the concept of Sean playing <coughs> competitive video games but having no idea how to play them, like, like Clueless Gamer, but it's Sean instead of Conan O'Brien... Nope. <laughs> specifically online gaming, I think, would be interesting. Dan, you pick the game, you pick the time, I'll be there. Gladly. And I'll even record it for the world to see. Okay, great. I But I make no guarantees about the level of entertainment. That, that, <laughs> that is my disclaimer. I will do it. And it will be a disaster. That's um, fair. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I do think the hardware is really cool. These Joy-Con controllers... Um, I, I really am digging this modular concept of, you know, holding it like a, a tablet with joysticks on each side, but then the ability to just grab one and play it, like kind of an old NES-type controller, being able to have two, one in each hand, do motion stuff. Um, I actually think that's a really cool idea. I don't know how well it's going to be in reality once people start owning these, but um, but I am on board with that. I, I give their hardware guys credit. Um you know, they managed to make the Wii pretty successful with that unique setup. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious if they'll be able to do it with this. But who knows? Yeah. Look for that uh, March 3rd coming to a, uh, a fine retailer near you. All right. Well, we've got some more news here, gentlemen. Do we? Well, we... we Isn't that it? There are stories. I don't know if any of it's really <laughs> news. News is such a strong word. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we've got uh, Apple Original Series, folding phones, paid comments, uh, Alphabet's end to the fun, Monopoly. Any of that sense? Oh, Monopoly. That, that's a good story. I heard about... Yeah, let's talk about that. All right, Dan, we will talk about it. Monopoly, everyone's least favorite board game. Um, I think 538 did a great chart where they actually, like, rated every board game, and Monopoly was, like, the worst board game, like, mathematically. 
Um, <laughs> but everyone knows it. Everyone loves it. And of course, everyone knows the traditional Monopoly uh, game pieces, right? And actually, I'm going to yeah. take a second and quiz you guys. I don't. I hope you didn't read in the story already. Can you name the um, current set in the in the just regular plain Monopoly game? What do you mean, name it? Name name the pieces. Tell me which pieces are coming oh, to standard God, Monopoly. Yeah, I, was, set. I was just on the board. So oh, like okay. the oh, uh, there's the, the, a horse. the tokens. They call them tokens. Is there a horse? Yeah, no, not anymore. Oh. There used to be a rocking horse way back. A hat? Yeah, the top hat. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Hmm. A car? Yep. Yep, the race car. uh, Do you got anything, Colby? Well, I was just looking at the website, so I I saw a bunch of them. All right, but I I can I can help. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I I don't know. I don't know the monopoly. No, pieces, well you'll whatever. know when when we say them, right? Well, they just recently retired the iron, which I always thought was a weird one. Oh yeah. Um. So they don't have any more. They also like have the shoe. The shoe. Yeah. The Scotty yeah. dog. The thimble. The battleship and the wheelbarrow. Battleship. Yeah. Yep. That's that's one that's not like the others. Yeah, I never. I would love to know the history of why those actually became the pieces. Um, and as I mentioned back in 2013, they actually um, added a cat. The internet voted, and they added a cat as a new piece when they retired the iron. Now. The reason we're bringing this up is because Hasbro... Wait, did you say as you mentioned in 2013? No, I think... No, I did not mean that that way. Okay. Just so we're clear. <laughs> I was like, did we talk about this Monopoly story all the way back in 2013? No. Because no. it didn't matter then. It really doesn't even matter now. Um, but we're going to talk about it anyway because Hasbro is added again, guys. We, as Americans, just proved a few months ago that democracy is healthy and well and can make good, rash, sound decisions. So they're going to give the power back to the people. Hasbro is letting the internet vote on new Monopoly game pieces. And the thing is, every piece is up for grabs. They're not just going to retire one. They're just going to take the top eight. Now, the way it works is that they have uh, the eight original pieces and then 50 new pieces all up for grabs. You can vote for eight of them at a time, and the top eight getters, whether they're the new or the old ones, will become the new Monopoly game pieces. You can vote now through January 31st with the winning tokens being announced on March 19th. Now, some of the uh, available tokens for you to choose from, of course, are the ones, as we just mentioned, the traditional uh the, the the traditional set but you can also vote on things like um emojis and sunglasses a hashtag a 90 cell phone here i'll put it on the screen for folks at home to see a jet ski a surfboard a t-rex uh, a trumpet a beach ball um, a I, monster I like truck a turtle um a thumbs up a cowboy hat, a bow tie, the list go, a rubber duck, a penguin. I think one of them is—is is it sliced bread? 
you can vote literally for sliced bread. That may be the stupidest one, and there are a lot of stupid ones. So um, you get to choose your eight. I don't know, guys. Do we think uh, the American people can be trusted to choose a good Monopoly game piece? There are some pretty terrible ones in here. Yeah, the 90s cell phone is especially suspect. Fire. T-Rex I, I is actually cool, do though. like the 90s cell phone. I voted for that one, actually. I, yeah. I will. I will admit. I probably shouldn't, but I will. I can say I don't like the music that plays in the background oh, of their should, website. Oh, should we play that for the folks at home? Here we go. Let me yeah. un- let me unmute the. I actually really do like the music. I mean, it's like an elevator. I know, but that's like the kind of music I listen to. It's too it's too upbeat for an elevator, though. That's it's, true. It's too upbeat for Monopoly. I feel like the Mono- like the Game of Thrones music should be used for Monopoly. Like it's <laughs> it's dark and it's dangerous. Um, yeah, I, the gramophone. You got a lot of good options here, and by good yeah. I mean not very. The old camera. There's tons camera. of shoes in here. Oh my goodness, goodness. You can get an F1 Penguin. race car. Sliced bread. Sliced bread. That is the worst. I think that is that is my vote for the worst. And the, uh, for the most narcissistic, the Mr. Monopoly emoji. There yeah. isn't even a Mr. Monopoly emoji. Come well, on. Maybe there should be. Oh, I like the bunny. Did you see the bunny slipper in the shoe rack? This is pretty, pretty dumb. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the thimble is going to make it. I'm not feeling optimistic. No, I'm going to vote for the thimble though because I, I like it. It deserves a second life. Yeah, I don't really like the cat. I think we can safely replace the cat and and not not have any repercussions. I would agree. I always played as uh, either the race car or the top hat. Those were my my pieces of choice. Usually, the top hat was was first, unless it was taken than the race car. Hmm. But then again, I don't can't say I play Monopoly very often. And when I did, I oh, you know what I used to oh now I have to look this up. I had dot com Monopoly. Which oh, came man. out, which, when was it? I have to look and when that it was. that is not a 30 Rock reference? The dot-com edition. No, not that dot-com. It came out in 2000. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and the pieces, the token pieces included a, a, like, a, a, a pixelated hand oh cursor. Oh, my God. Um, a, an old time, a, like an old computer. You could get this for only $20 on Amazon right now. How I is this lost not a my, collector's item? I wish it didn't. I wish I still had mine. But but what I loved were that the websites that, because each space, instead of being a street, it was a website. But they were like websites that were popular in 2000, and now most of them don't exist. Yeah. Like Yahoo was bo- was um Boardwalk. And then like Lycos, Alta Vista, Ask Jeeves, <laughs> okay, About.com. So- here, here are the pieces: uh, a, a tower computer and monitor, just dot com in a web browser, a monitor or a tablet, like a, a mail envelope, a little computer chip bug thing, an anvil, the pixelated finger, and an actual mouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's so two thousands. It's great. Oh, it's a surfboard surfing the net. Got it. Mm-hmm. What, what, <laughs> what I love was that the railroads included MCI WorldCom and Nokia. Yeah. GeoCities. Yeah. If you can pick one of these up on eBay, I recommend it. I really wish I still had one. 
I Amazon navigated to like one of the other monopolies and all the screenshots have people smiling, which is Terrifying. very obviously bullshit. Sun Microsystems and Linux for your utilities. Was... Yeah. Oh yeah. Linux. Jeez. Yeah. Those were your utilities. Yeah. The, uh, the cards, uh, instead of, um, chance and community chest, it was download and email just in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that this was great. Uh, it, it was that okay, was a good. Now, what set. are what are y'all's actual opinions on this as a game, Monopoly? <sighs> I don't think I've ever finished. Maybe one time I finished a game of Monopoly. <laughs> Monopoly to me is a lot like Risk, the game. In that, I think the mechanics are sound, but I feel like it's not. It's and it's. I think it's more fun to play digitally. It's not fun to play in person, and no one ever finishes a game. Um, I I I I like Monopoly, but I'll never play it because I don't like playing it with other people. People are what's bad about Monopoly because everyone just loses. It's a, it's got to be like some psychological test or something. Everyone just loses their mind. It's it's yeah. not acceptable. So now, would your mind change if you? I'm told they make this a instead of managing cash, you have a credit card, and you swipe your card, and you just get the cash on your little game credit card. Yeah, electronic banking monopoly. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I don't. Yes, it would make it more likely for me to play, but I still don't think I'd be like jazzed about it. But yes, that would oh, that man. would help. Paying a RAM upgrade in Monopoly.com costs fifteen million dollars. Oh, that's yeah, a all lot that's of right. RAM. All the money was in denominations of a million. I forgot about it. Was like the lowest denomination bill was like one million dollars. Yeah. Oh man, that game was great. Inspired my love of technology. That's right. Like <laughs> Monopoly.com. In my, in my house, for some reason, we had two versions of Monopoly. We had the .com and we had the Pokemon edition. Which, once again, in the late 90s, pretty hot. That, that was where it was at. Um, but I will encourage people to call in. 508-644-TECH. That's 508-644-8324. If you have a thought about Monopoly, if you think we're horribly wrong and monopoly is the greatest game ever made you can call in live right now or um leave us a voicemail let us know your thoughts on monopoly um and the now, Sean, you uh you replaced your screen live on facebook i did which is how i heard about the telephone thing how is that going so far um not great actually and i have actually have a uh, uh an rma uh repair request in to ifix it so for those of you who, who uh. didn't see on the don't panic page um i wanted to test out the phone number and some lime streaming stuff and a bunch of things and so i i had to replace the cracked screen on my iphone and so i went to ifixit.com and they'll actually ship you like a pre-assembled screen that you just i mean you have to like do the surgery yourself and they send you all the tools actually i have my Um, they actually send you a nice little repair kit box with um, 
with with all of, like the screwdrivers and like a suction cup and all the stuff you need um, to do it yourself. And actually, it really Dan knows he was watching. It wasn't that hard to do. You just pop out some cables and unscrew some stuff. But the problem is the screw brackets because they're if you look on your iPhone, you notice on each side of the lightning port there are two screw holes. Mm-hmm. Um, the bracket they sent me didn't have the right size holes, and so the screws just fall in. They don't screw in anything because the holes are too big. <laughs> it's very bizarre. Um, and so yeah. you ju- they just spin in there and they don't tighten. That plus the color reproduction is not right. Like maybe mm-hmm. it's, I don't know if it's a lower quality. Or there's there's just something not right with it. So I've, I've written to them. Um, they, they didn't respond to me today, I'm assuming, because it's a holiday. I wrote to them over the weekend. So we'll see if they get back to me. I would, I would like to see if they'll send me another one because... The screen coloration I can live with, but I, I would like to have the screws in there because that hold the screen in place. So, um, but, but replacing it was easy. I mean, if the, the screen had worked, I, I would have said it was, you know, took about, what, 40 minutes. Um, it was very easy to do. That's crazy. I would, so. ne- I would never have done that. Uh, I don't think. Well, you know, I... I mean, maybe I would have. I don't know. I, normally, I wouldn't have... I just, I, I'm too OCD about the crack in it. Like, every time I looked at it, it just pissed me off at how stupid I was to drop it. It was like a constant reminder of my failure. And so yeah, I was like, I, I know need that. to just replace this shit. Um, yeah. So I said, and I plan to keep this phone at least through the fall when they announce the next one. So I said, I think for that span of time, it's worth it. And it was a fun project. So something to try. It was really easy. I fixed it. I mean, they got... You can replace the camera. You can replace the, the well, actually, the home button. You can't because of Touch ID. But you can replace all kinds of parts on these things. The battery, um, and they'll just send you the part and the kit. And it's actually a pretty nice uh, resource. Actually, I should have picked that this week. Maybe next week. Nice. Um, so that was fun. So that's why you gotta pay attention to the Don't Panic Facebook page because you never know when we might go live. Anything can happen. Anything, yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna. I was thinking about live streaming the jigsaw puzzle I built this weekend, but then I thought. <laughs> Would anyone want to see that? And the answer is no. So I did. Well, did you did you see? Uh, I think it was called Astronaut.io or something. It was on Hacker News, and it was uh, a basically an "I'm feeling lucky" button for YouTube videos that had never been seen by anyone ever. That's a fun uh, idea. Yeah, and it was a lot of hunting camera videos, like oh look, it's a deer at night, and those like black and white you know hunting camera uh some some woman showing off her kitchen uh someone and i guess this is like a like a bottle uh, a sink faucet manufacturing plant there's just sink faucets everywhere it was it was weird uh but it'd be cool that i you couldn't really do that with live streaming well, we, they had not. that. It was called Chat Roulette, and we're not allowed to have that anymore. <laughs> no, but, but the thing about the astronaut thing was that it's it's stuff that, unpopular things that no one had ever seen, which I think it would be tough to do. Probably. Well, I know there was another trick that I used to use, which was you can go on YouTube and just search IMG and then any series of numbers, like four numbers, and then that's from like things that just auto upload videos and they don't give them yeah, titles. Yeah, yeah. So just, they had those too. And yeah. that, that's those are usually most of those have, you know, one to zero views and uh, it's just random stuff. I was thinking about that other day. I seem to remember talking with you guys in person. Obviously, we didn't do the show when that happened, but when we thought Google buying YouTube for a billion dollars was crazy. Were, 
were we when even in have... college at that point? Yeah, we were. I talked to him about it with someone. When when did uh, YouTube get bought? I thought that was like 2008 or something crazy like that. Um, was it? Now I have to look. That's a good question. Let's go to the YouTube Wikipedia page. Yeah. You know, 2006. Oh, wow. Even sooner. Oh, my God. When was I talking to people? Less than a year after it was founded. I talked to somebody at the time who thought 1.65 billion was crazy. But, like, if you're going to put a video on the internet, where are you going to put it? Like, they own the market. Like, Yeah, and they managed not to, like totally google it up even still yeah although they keep trying they keep trying that is not try a lot harder um i don't know youtube red was that the problem is they just they're so like moderate in their successes like nothing explodes and then flames out like they do stuff all the time that doesn't work they just don't make a big deal about it (laughs) i I was having a conversation with a, a real person who is not into technology and well actually i was just over hearing this conversation i wasn't really participating they were talking about some youtube content creator and they're like oh yeah now they have uh like this series where they'll teach you how to do different sorts of video production things and then the other person asked it was is that a youtube red thing and i was like oh that's interesting so people are aware that if you get youtube red you get content from these youtube people that you know, some of the stuff you can get on YouTube for free, but some of the stuff is behind the YouTube Red business. So mm. maybe it is successful. I don't know. Maybe. Did you show me the pop-ups like every other time I go to YouTube? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Now, I, I've been... So I've been watching like slowly over the past two years more and more Twitch, starting with Twitch Plays Pokemon continuing through my my recent super smash brothers obsession and the the whole idea of you uh so twitch now if you're a prime subscriber you get to subscribe to one person's channel for free it's not really for free because you're paying for it for prime but you, you know you sort of get it but only one and you could move it around so like one month you could subscribe to this person's channel the next person next month you subscribe to that person's channel I think that's a really cool idea because I think YouTube is a lot more like Twitch than it is like Hulu or NBC where you're you have you feel like you have a relationship with the the person making the video. You don't want to pay $5 a month for just generic YouTube service. You want to give that person $5 a month. Mm-hmm. Of course, the dark secret is Twitch gets a cut of all of these little donations you're giving them. Uh, but it, it's way more fun that way. Uh, so every month I sort of decide who gets my, my Twitch subscription based on who I'm watching more of. Like the Don't uh, Panic plus, channel we don't use. Um, right. Do we even accept subscriptions? I, honestly, you can oh, just you put can a dollar bill in an envelope. You can make a little don't panic emoticon. So this is the other thing. You subscribe and then you get you unlock all of these little chat icons you can use and stuff. Our many fan uh, will love it. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly and I, I think we need the money so we can buy Colby a chair. Yeah. Uh, that's we need to kickstart that or something. I uh, go fund me. Let's 
Twitch subscribe yes. and get Colby a chair. Get I'm just Colby tired a... today. Yeah, we'll have a I did subscriber. a lot of walking this weekend. We'll have a subscriber goal for if we get if we get ten subscribers, Colby gets a chair. <laughs> Colby, <laughs> ten, just ten. I like it. It's like a I'll threat. I'll buy the fucking chair. Be like, we'll torture him until you subscribe. <laughs> like, like we'll relieve his pain at fifty subscribers. We'll finally give him the chair yeah. he's been so desperately craving. If you craving. love Colby, subscribe <laughs> to Don't Panic on Twitch. Oh man. When we get to 100 subscribers, we won't kick that puppy. See, this is the sort of stuff you can do that you can't do with YouTube Red. This is what they're missing out on. That's a good idea. This is We're really innovating. The subscription thing is surprisingly effective as a way to get you to part with your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to use that. I, I, I'm Because never... then, like, the, the, the channel creators, whatever you call them, they're like, they, they get, they have all this streaming setup where they get these notifications that overlay on the stream when someone subscribes, so you get to, like, hear your name said, and you can put a message in your subscription that they'll read. It, 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 it's we totally compelling. And especially because, for me, it's free uh, once a month to trigger that to happen. Uh, the good news is, if you yeah. give us money, we'll shout your name on the show. We'll shout it for an hour. It's very easy <laughs> Dude, to buy. Sean show. will shout it for... It depends how much, but... Probably Sean will shout it for an hour. Go easily. Has to be like my if I was to shout something for an hour, it'd be about five hundred dollars, I think. That would cover our our, like domain costs for a couple years. Our domain costs in paltry Amazon S (laughs) three bill every month. Um, I would cover the rest of our lives. If I could just talk, if I didn't have to like shout it, if I could just say your name over and over for an hour straight, I'd do it for like 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> My time is worthless. This is just so we're now here's another really good idea, Sean. <laughs> Degrading myself for cash on the no, internet? Just, just, yeah, just put this out as an open call, and then if it goes viral, you'll just, you'll just have a, a it'll make you 50 bucks an hour for the rest of your life. Twitch makes Sean read names. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is gonna end Twitch so poorly. Say things. Uh, <laughs> Sean will say anything for the right amount of money. Yeah. Oh man, you could have a program that like classifies the words and figures out uh, how much each word costs. For the right price, I'll do anything. Um, I'm, about, I'm about two minutes away from being one of those uh, one of the, the girls on the webcams there. You can pay to do stuff. That's that's really <laughs> the inevitable conclusion of this conversation. I'm just saying. You could probably do that if you wanted ladies, to. Ladies, for the right price. Uh, anyway, what were we talking Anyways, about? Did, did someone say picks? I thought I heard somebody say picks. You say picks? Yeah. All right. I thought we heard picks too. Um, again, 508-644-TECH. If, if you want to comment on our picks, Dan's going to go first, and I'm I'm incredibly jealous. I didn't know this was a thing, and now that I know it's a thing, I want it. So um, tell us about it, Dan. You didn't know it was a thing? Yeah, so this Monikers game, I may have talked about it before. Uh, it's a party game, uh, but it's a little bit more involved. So it's a party game that takes place over three rounds. Each round you can think of as a different game. So you have your group of people, you split them into two teams, First round, you play basically taboo. So you have this card with a word on it. You can say as many words as you want except that word, and your team has to guess what word is on that card. 
Second round, same thing, except you can only say one word, and it can't be the word on the card. Third round, you play charades. Uh, and I have played this group, this game with many different groups of people, and regardless of how into or not into board games they are, it is universally loved. Uh, so, And you can get endless, endless hours of entertainment out of it. So check out monikersgame.com. Pick it up. There's expansions, none of which I have yet. Uh, oh, yeah, there, certain cards are worth more depending on how difficult it is to, like, get people to guess it. Uh, so there are some really crazy cards in there, like space-time. Like, how do you, how do you describe space-time? Oh, it's that thing, but, like... Like... Einstein talked about it a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Very cool. I, I'm all, I always uh, I got sick of card games for a while, so this seems like a better use of card game. Yeah, it's great for like family get-togethers because it doesn't require any knowledge. The the scoring scheme is super simple. There's no real complicated rules. It's great. Very Apparently, cool. you could download. PDF of all the cards for free if you wanted to. Well, that's nice of them. Yeah, made by some of the people who did uh, Cards Against Humanity. Well, check it out, monikersgame.com. The link will be on our website, as always. Uh, Colby, what do you uh, what do you got for us here? Sure. Um, so, my pick is a website called Cotton Bureau. And it's basically a t-shirt website. They sell t-shirts. But the way it works is, like, people, like, anyone, I think anyone can submit, like, a t-shirt design. Uh, and then it's sort of, um, if any of the designs, like, get enough interest, they get printed. So, like, you can, I, I guess, sort of, like, Kickstarter, like, there's some minimum thresholds for, like, they have to, at least, like, eight people have to be interested in a t-shirt to, for, for them to print it. And then if you get more than eight people, they'll print it and send it to you. Um, I feel like uh, Dan and I heard about this at the conference we went to in, in September because they were there or and or they did the T-shirts for the conference, maybe. But they gave us coupons and I used the coupon and I got some T-shirt. I, I got well, so I got a T-shirt and then I they had this thing that was like for like seven more dollars you can just we'll send you a random t-shirt and i was like okay i'll take the <laughs> random t-shirt so i got a t-shirt and a random t-shirt it was kind of cool um so if you're ever on the lookout for like hip hip unique graphic tees uh then you should check it out or if you design t-shirts i think you also get paid if you submit a design for a t-shirt i i i don't know the details of it but Man, I, I, I just, it's things like this that really make me wish I were cool. Because I, I could buy these yeah, t-shirts. All, you just got to buy one of these t-shirts and then you're no. cool. That's how it works. No, because what, what always happens is... There was happens, a time when you were like the t-shirt guy, Sean. Those t-shirts weren't that great. I Thank you. I, I appreciate it. You're being too kind. Um, but no, I feel like <laughs> if I were wearing these, they'd be like, excuse me, what did you do to the man who really owns that shirt? <laughs> Where is he? Is he alive? Um... But no, these are these are great. Are they are they like nice quality shirts? Yeah, like the, the material. Uh, yeah, they remind me of like the the shirts that like 
everyone I, I don't know if they're like they're the american apparel t-shirts or whatever like they're nice they're like okay. that sort of soft t-shirt material they wash well yeah, yeah no, they're it's, really it's nice so far. Okay. A, a couple i just have these. such a problem with the screen print shirts where some of them are really nice and some of them are really terrible and i can never tell till you buy them so right right it's worth, as, worth as, far, as far as i can tell they all seem to be relatively nice shirts all right well very cool cottonbureau.com again the link will be on our website as always very cool. All right. Um, in a in a in an evening where we have all non tech picks, um, I'm going to continue the trend with the least tech pick of all, a coffee mug, but not just any coffee mug. My Zo, I actually, <laughs> I actually wrote down how to pronounce it, like the pronunciation, Zoji Rushi, um, stainless steel mug. It's the uh, of course it's the Sweet Homes pick for best travel mug, and they actually just refreshed their uh, review. If you're looking for a travel mug for your coffee, tea, or other warm or, frankly, cold beverage, um, I purchased, you can see right here on my Amazon page on the screen share, I purchased it in October 17th, 2013. That's right. I've had mine for three years, um, and I use it every day, and I absolutely love it. I should probably get a new one. Actually, mine's probably pretty gross, but um, I do clean it. Um, <laughs> but it is absolutely fantastic. It is double wall steel insulated. I kid you not. This mug will keep your coffee hot. I'm not talking warm. I'm not talking like room temperature. I'm talking hot for over six hours. <laughs> I've never had, I've owned every type of mug on the planet. I've never had a mug keep it as hot for as long as this thing does. And the other great thing is the flip top. Um, so it's got a little button on it and you push and it just auto, it's on a spring, it flips open. Really great and easy to drink out of. I take mine to work every day. Um, I couldn't live without it. It comes in 12 and 16 ounces. I have the 16 ounce. It's it's very narrow and tall. Just keep that in mind. But um, comes in this great blue color. Um, but but read the Sweet Homes pick. They do a really good job of explaining everything about it. They have different versions of it with different features. So check out the one for you. I will have the link to the one I own on our website. Um, but you want to look for uh, Zoji Rushi. Uh, it's Japanese. Z o j i r u s h i um, is the company. Now, Sean, do you have coffee at work? Uh, I do, Dan. I have free coffee at work, but it's uh, absolutely terrible due to a combination of bad water in the building and terribly cheap coffee. So um, I bring. It actually takes two K cups to fill it. That's how big it is. Wow! Yeah, uh, it's sweet. Is it dishwasher safe? It is dishwasher safe, and the great part is the 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 lid. It's you know it's got the it's a little complicated, but it all comes apart too. All the different all the silicone parts. It's very easy to clean. So. Um, that that that's been nice as well. Cool. It's nice mug. If you're looking for one, makes a good gift. Um, but anyway, the links to that and all our picks will be on the website, guys. Anything else before we uh, conclude for this evening? I got nothing. Is that it? I'm gonna give ourselves a mini plug because game nights is back. That's right, we're back in the saddle. We took a little break there for the holidays, but we're back with some exciting Dungeons & Dragons action. We have entered Wave Echo Cave. We uh, we encounter some ghouls. We have a few fights. Uh, what is it, Dan? Uh, green Flame! What is it there? You were... Uh... Uh, yeah, Green Flame! Green Flame! Green Flame! Um, it, it, it's really quite zany. We have a lot of fun. Um, and new episodes are going up at GameNights.tv, and you can follow the adventure there. Um, all spring long, um, and we'll be doing that until we don't anymore. Um, this show, Don't Panic.io, is, of course, our website. You can go there, get all our episodes, past, present, and future. 
in audio and video. The video version looks great. We work hard on that. You should check that out at youtube.com slash don't panic show. Links on the website, everywhere you can subscribe and download the audio version, places like iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, most major podcasting apps. And of course, you can follow us on social media at Don't Panic Show on Twitter is a great place. Don't Panic Show at gmail.com is our email. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we do it live, 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 Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Don't Panic Show. And now we have a phone number that nobody called, so we're still going to keep it 508-644-TECH. That's 508-644-8324 is that number. Um, You can call us live during the show, but if you're not listening live, you can still call us at that number. Leave us a voicemail. We may play it back next week. Let us know what you think. I think that'd be a good idea. Uh, yeah. We'll be back next week with uh, hopefully more news. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. You never know what's going to happen in the next week. So could be lots of tech news. Could be us talking about Monopoly more. Uh, but either way, we will be back. So on behalf of Colby Dan, this is Sean. Thanking everybody for joining us uh, and, and uh, hoping we'll see you next time for even more exciting tech news here on the Don't Panic program.